Hello, and welcome to the All Things Narrative Podcast, where we explore the relationships between the stories we love and the stories we live. I'm your host, Derek Hatch, and let's get started. Surprise, I got one more episode up my sleeve for this year. I know if you heard last week's episode, you're like, oh man, this is it. All Things Narrative Podcast is done for 2022, but I decided to hop on and do one more because it's that wonderful time of the year. The holidays. So we just had a Thanksgiving right here in America. And, you know, we are getting ready as I'm recording this, getting ready for uh, Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all the wonderful celebrations that we have this year. And so I wanted to just take a few moments to come on here and talk about stories. I know, shocker, right? Uh, I was telling somebody yesterday that the beautiful thing about this podcast is that I will never, ever run out of things to talk about because everything has a narrative. And I mean everything. I mean, I'm looking around this room and uh, I'm the only person in the room and I'm surrounded by a bunch of books. I've got books that are fiction, books about history, uh, books about ideas and thoughts, And there's narrative in it all. I look at random objects in my room and there's a story behind uh, not just how I got each of these objects, but also how each object uh, came to exist. You know, who created it? It's not going to shock you then when I tell you that holidays not only come from narratives, but they're sustained by narratives as well. And so when you think about the holidays that you celebrate this time of year. It might be fun to kind of go back and just think, okay, how did I come to accept this holiday as a tradition that's important uh, for me to participate in every year? Because we all have, as human beings, we all have these traditions and these things that we do that we're a part of, that give us meaning in life. And there's a story behind all those traditions and how they came about. There's also a story about how you were first introduced uh, to said tradition and holiday and celebration. So it might be fun exercise to kind of just think about that. You know, if you listen to the deconstruction episode a couple weeks ago, it might be fun to think about like like Christmas. Ooh, Christmas is very fun. (laughs) Or at least it was for me to kind of deconstruct. I tell a joke uh, when I do deconstruction Uh, talks with people that my first deconstruction uh, was at 10 years old when I learned uh, that Santa Claus isn't real. And that was a belief that was very important to me that I held up. And when I learned that that was not true, uh, it was a shattering event of, oh my gosh, what what do I think of Christmas now? Like, what does it all mean? Like, I'm sure you've been there before with something. And so Christmas is interesting, um, especially as a Christian living in America, because there are a lot of Americanisms around Christmas, as there are in, you know, any country that celebrates Christmas, right? There are certain traditions and things that have just kind of come about. And then there's the the story that is you know, kind of at the the foundation and at the core of Christmas. And I think there's a couple, actually. You know, there's the uh, 
the ancient stories that cultures have had regarding the solst the solstices, right? So the winter solstice and the summer solstice and the winter solstice being December 21st, you know, most of these cultures had some sort of celebration around that, right? So the the longest night of the year, the changing, you know, of the seasons. And uh, in fact, a lot of our holidays that we have here today have they come from the roots of changing of seasons. Uh, it's Easter is, you know, spring, you know, new life, awakening. And even Halloween is kind of at its core, a harvest festival about um, not just about fall, but about the, the reaping of what we have, uh, what we have sowed into getting to enjoy the last of the, the fruits. Uh, and then you have Pentecost, uh, which is also a, you know, a season like that's kind of like a transition into summer where we are, you know, we're enjoying these fruits and we're enjoying the, the new life and the gift of it. So all these holidays and celebrations, um, they trace back to these, these rhythms and patterns of, of creation and of our existence. So Christmas, uh, what's interesting is that it's not just, uh, you know, uh, winter solstice and, and all that, but then you've got this narrative of, of Christ, right, of, of Jesus, which as someone who's, you know, studied these things, I, I don't believe Jesus was born around this time of year, um, but I understand the significance of why people celebrate Jesus, uh, his birth this time of year. And there's this idea that in this time of year, this is the, the, the time where with the winter solstice, the darkness is at its greatest, right? Literally the length of time that it's dark outside is at its longest around this time of year. And even when the darkness is most prevalent and when it's at its most frequent, there is still a light that is shining through it, um, and, and yes, you know, that's obviously daylight or the moon at night. Uh, but there's this idea of a human being, of a person that is uh, one with the divine, right? And that is united with God in such a way to where in the human being, we actually encounter God. We encounter the spiritual on its deepest level. And what we see in the Christmas story, and I think why it resonates with so many people, is that that light chooses to reveal itself in the most darkest moment. And I think many of us in life uh, have found that to be true. We have found that even in the midst of when life seems to be at its hardest, its most fragile, uh, the most despair, suffering, that there is still a light of transcendence, of meaning, of God that we can find, uh, even if, you know, because the interesting thing about the, the story is that Jesus, as the incarnation of God, is there, but Jesus is also a baby, right? And not a baby king that's born in the luxury of a palace, but born in the, the humility and the poverty of an animal feeding trough. And to, to parents that are going to be marked by scandal uh, for the rest of their lives. And 
you see that God is embracing the the fragileness of this world and you see that God decides to be in it, to be a part of it. At least I find something quite profound and and striking and beautiful about that. You know, even this idea, like it, uh, it says in the the Gospel of John, that the 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 word, the logos, that which is of of highest meaning and transcendence, uh, is revealed uh, in what's flesh and what's earthly. And talking about um, this this light that's 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 come into the world. Uh, and it's funny because like when you read, you know, the the two birth of Jesus narratives in uh, Luke and Matthew, you kind of get the story, right? And we know the story. We know the nativity story, the the shepherds in the field and, you know, the glory to God in the highest. If you've seen Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, Linus, Linus has got that on point. But it wasn't until I read like John 1 and I read this and I thought of it in light of those narratives that this almost like revealed some of the the ideas there. Uh, and, and it says here in, in the statement that it says, in him was life and that life was the light of all humanity, of all people, of all mankind. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. That's, that's Christmas for me. That's what I think about this time of year most. That's what I reflect on. And it's through that reflection, you know, that everything else kind of falls into place for me. Uh, you know, we stand together as a family and we set apart time to be together as a family, as many, many of you do out there, I'm sure, because we have gratitude for each other, for being in each other's lives, and that we get to be the light uh, to each other in the midst of the, the dark chaos of this world. And that it's a it's a great time to stand together in that and to uh, show each other kindness through acts of service, through gifts and generosity, right? Part that we really like. And yeah, it, I, I just love this time of year. It's a very special, magical time of year for me. It, it, it has been hard. There definitely have been Christmases where I have not been in the quote-unquote Christmas spirit. Uh, Christmases where I do reflect on the suffering of others. And I feel like the season I'm in right now, there's a lot of people I know who are suffering quite a bit this season. And so I used to just sit around and just kind of, you know, boohoo and just think, man, like so terrible. But now I find myself in this time of year just trying to do more for people. I remember a few years ago, we found out around Christmas time that there was a family uh, that we knew that was on the verge of being homeless. And we decided to invite the family to come live with us uh, uh, for Christmas time. And we had Christmas together, which was really beautiful. And that actually, they actually continued to stay with us for another three months. Uh, and it's just, there's just something about this time of year that I think, uh, you know, you think about the great Christmas stories, the Grinch, the Christmas Carol, that even when we might be hardened to things, we 
are able to have our hearts melted and softened um, just by the the narratives. I love ugh, Christmas Carol is a great one because I love this idea that it's this reflection on his life, past, present, future. Um, that this his understanding of his story, his narrative changes, and that actually changes uh, his relationship with. Christmas and that relationship change uh, with Christmas changes his narrative and relationship with others. So Christmas Carol is a wonderful example of how all these things are connected. And so just to kind of wrap up here, I just want to say that wherever you're at this holiday season, whatever traditions that you have that you're celebrating, take some time to reflect on the narratives uh, and what they mean to you. You know, maybe you have a Christmas tree uh, in your house. I know we do. And the ornaments, uh, I could tell my story through ornaments, through when I got certain ornaments and what they meant to me. And every year we have our kids, they get to pick out one new ornament to put on the tree that they, I mean, they don't really understand this concept yet too much, but an idea, an ornament that really captures the year uh, for them in different ways, you know? So it's really cool to get to see them pick that. And so, yeah, um, holidays, narratives, uh, they go together. I'm excited for the new year. I'm excited to talk about the new year uh, when we come back uh, in 2023 uh, with some some fresh episodes. And I'm really excited to announce certain things that I'm just kind of finalizing and getting into place. And so I want to encourage you wherever you're at, take some time to just uh, take a break and reflect. Think about your story. Um, You know, if you're bored, go back, listen to old episodes if you want. Uh, And I want to challenge you to really think about if anything on this podcast has been helpful to you at all, in any way, something small, something big, you know, if that is you and if you want to stay connected with what we're doing in All Things Narrative, then I just encourage you to go to allthingsnarrative.com, sign up for our mailing list and take a look at what's going to be going on because I definitely would love to have you on this journey. And so thank you so much for tuning in. This is going to be it for today and for the year. We will be back in 2023. And I am so thankful for all of you. And I hope that wherever you're at, whatever holiday you are celebrating, that it is wonderful and life-giving to you. And um, so, yeah, so Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we'll be back in 2023. Thank you so much and take care.